passions are breadcrumbs from a loving God and Heavenly Father. That's just how I see it. So for me, it started kind of with music and with beatboxing, but that was just like one breadcrumb that I picked up and it led me to more. And so I feel like if you never pick up the breadcrumb, if you never try those things, maybe it's not what works out in the long run, but if you never tried it, then you may have never uncovered the next thing. That little clip came from my interview with Parker Kane. This is a full circle moment. I started listening to Parker's podcast soon after it started. It's currently on hiatus, but he's such an influence, been such a good influence on me. I'm super, super thankful for him. We just had a great time talking about his business, his life, his journey, and a lot about how God's guided him. So definitely, definitely hope you enjoyed this interview. And I had such a fun time. So here's Parker. Welcome to Yield Today with Dallin Canlan. I'm here with Parker Kane, beatboxer, podcast host of Upbeat, which is, we'll talk a little bit more about that. That hasn't had an episode in a while, but we'll talk about that. And uh, just fellow Pizza Hut guy, we, we just have a lot to talk about. I love Parker. Excited to have you on, man. Hey, thanks for having me, man. I'm I'm excited. I, I know we're going to riff and there's going to be some good gold nuggets here. So yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Well, I think there's a, there's always the possibility of something beautiful happening when you're doing like really, really good things. And I think your content really magnetized me to like some different ideas and different people that really helped me out when I got my start in podcasting. So let's start there. Like when you were struggling to like find your voice, how did your podcast like help you help you have uh, your voice out there? How that built you up? Yeah, I think having a podcast really helped me, especially with building a network. You know, I didn't know at the time I, I started my podcast just for context for people who haven't heard of me or or who don't know me. Um, I was in college and I was kind of in a bubble a little bit and didn't didn't realize that I had access to people anywhere, you know. And initially when I started a podcast, I was thinking of in-person interviews with strictly local people. But um, I kind of through the pandemic and everything realized like, okay, everything's going virtual. I can talk to anybody, you know, they're just one Instagram message away. They're just one LinkedIn message away from talking to me, just like you and I are talking right now, Dallin. So it just, it helped me realize that I could have a network bigger than my little bubble that I was in. And it made me excited to to grow that and just meet new people and have conversations um, kind of second to that. And I'll kind of wrap up the topic right there <laughs> with this part. Cause it's kind of all there is, but at the time too, I was really struggling with depression and um, sometimes it was hard to keep going. Sometimes I had days that were just an absolute nightmare. And I was, I was wondering how, how am I even making it through this and hopping on a 30 minute call with some big time entrepreneur who could uplift me and motivate me just like kickstarted me into action again. So it was a good motivating factor for me too. uh, notice I haven't brought up money once, <laughs> you know, like podcasting, there's so many benefits, there are so many benefits that aren't just tied down to money. And for some people it could be it could be motivating them to start a business. It could be motivating them to 
just get out of bed the next day with a better morning routine, whatever it is. If you've got a podcast and you're interviewing people on the regular, you're just going to have that extra pep in your step. Yeah. Lately, I've been trying to do at least two a week. And that feels pretty good as far as like being able to reach out to somebody and talk with them and then being able to do that the next day. And lately, like the guest list, I look at it like, yo, we got Parker, we got all these other people. And I'm going to be interviewing Stu Draper in a little bit too. And I'm like, this is, this is really cool. So it definitely is, is sweet. And I wanted to go to something you said at your power to become talk when I was still at BYU, I wouldn't be sure it was 2018. So maybe like right after like second semester or so you said, anybody from Rexburg can like, can like get big. You like told your story about the McDonald's cup and stuff. And I think we'd be a little remiss to, to not, talk about that a little bit but i think it's also important to to talk about you like you were really like struggling and, and needing to have your voice heard like what what does that feel like yeah like to have my voice heard like in the podcast and stuff yeah just in general and then also with your growing up i mean you grow up in a family with a lot of music talent and you wanting to sing and, and getting it and then it just was okay. kind of shut down yeah, yeah. So I grew up in a in a kind of small family, just mom, dad, me, and my sister. And mom, dad, and sister were really great singers. And all growing up, I <laughs> I tried. You know, I tried to sing. I tried to fit in well with my family in that way, but singing just wasn't my thing. Um, since then, I've I've learned to sing, and I've spent a lot of time kind of sharpening that axe. But um, at the time, it it wasn't going well. So I I tried to. F- figure out what I could do to fit in and beatboxing is just what I could do that others couldn't. And it didn't just magically come like I had to work at it, but there was an element of a natural ability, you know, like someone starting might try it and hate it, but I started it and was like, okay, kind of decent. I could make this work. You know, I could get better at it. So I became very passionate about beatboxing and kind of jumped in musically with my family in that way and then just never stopped. I just kept doing that all the time. Um, And it helped me realize that, you know, as weird as someone's talents might be, you should still pursue them. Like if you're passionate about something and if it is an uplifting thing for you and for others, um, it's worth pursuing full heartedly. Yeah, I think it's really important to to recognize that no rep is like is is not contributing or not helping. You know, they all kind of come together in this in this link and in this chain. And if if you don't mind me jumping in too, like one thing I really like to it's I think an analogy is a lot of the time, but for me, passions are breadcrumbs from a loving God and Heavenly Father. That's just how I see it. So for me, it started kind of with music and with beatboxing, but that was just like one breadcrumb that I picked up and it led me to more. And so I feel like if you never pick up the breadcrumb, if you never try those things, maybe it's not what works out in the long run, but if you never tried it, then you may have never uncovered the next thing, (laughs) you know, the next thing you were supposed to do. So Like I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't be doing any podcasting stuff. I I wouldn't have any of the the things I I do now if I never 
like kind of scratched that itch that was uh beatboxing. So the more breadcrumbs you pick up, <laughs> you know, the closer you get to whatever <laughs> the ultimate destination, whatever that is. <laughs> yeah. Well, I knew it was going to come back here. It's like impossible. I mean, this podcast isn't necessarily just for conversations about God. It's about business and self-care and things of that nature. But that is generally how our paths kind of crossed was power to become and me reaching out to you over Facebook and you being like, Hey, just keep up the good things you're doing. You know, if it's good stuff, I mean, you don't have to worry about, about doing good stuff. I mean, that's, that is what God wants us to do. Like, obviously he is looking out for us from the long-term perspective, but he also wants to enjoy what we have right now. And and that's where I do really like where my podcast is right now, as far as like celebrating the journey. I feel like that message alone has brought me a lot of, a lot of peace of mind. And I, you know, it says it in the scriptures about how God is rejoicing at us taking steps forward, you know? Yeah. You know, he, he wouldn't give us those interests for no reason. You know, um, if what you are passionate about, like I said, is a good thing, is an uplifting thing, is going to be a helpful thing for you, for other people, that's that's something he's gifted you with for a reason. You know, he wants you to pick up that breadcrumb and he wants you to see where it takes you. You know, he like like you said, he's there cheering you on cheering you on along the way and and obviously sees the long term and we don't. <laughs> but we're not gonna get there if we're not pursuing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's times like on the, when I was working at the potato farm and we'd be listening to the episode of John Jay, the rich and about his dog and some other stuff. And Oh yeah. Yeah. Those are special, special memories. Yeah. I just think it's really important just to, to speak kindly to ourselves in, in these matters because we don't really know what we're going to be doing down the road. And I think just your story of being at BYUI and, and just trying so many things. I, I admire it so much. Do you want to go into you trying to get into like nursing and, and what, what that kind of was like and how that led to the McDonald's cup? Yeah. Yeah. So I, and first of all, I appreciate your kind words, you know, and it, it makes me happy to know that my podcast episodes at the time, or reaching you and helping you. Um, not all of us are are lucky enough to have those full circle moments where you get to talk with someone who directly was impacted by what you do. Those those numbers, man. You might see ten views on something, and you might you know let it go right over your head, like oh that one didn't go anywhere. But that could be ten people that were really impacted by what you do. And, and you just don't necessarily have that full circle confirmation, you know what I mean? So this kind of an opportunity is special. And I just wanted to put that out there that I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, in college, the, I was originally pursuing nursing school and I wanted to be a nurse anesthetist specifically. And that's mainly because I grew up in a family with a single mom. So I know earlier in the podcast, I'd mentioned dad, mom, sister, me, but my parents divorced when I was young and that was, it was when I was like eight or nine years old. And I, I really, it was then when I really latched on to beatboxing, like that was something that was a constant in my life that could get me through things and 
um, yeah, my parents split up. My dad moved away. We ended up moving states too to go live with my grandparents. And anyway, lived most of my life with a single mom and not having much money. And I never technically knew we didn't have much money because my mom was such a baller and like just did everything she could for us, you know. But uh, she always told me, get a job that's going to make money you know, like a for sure money in an essential type job that's never going away. And uh, sometimes I'm, I think back like, oh, I should have listened to her, <laughs> you know, but then sometimes I'm just like, yeah, but I was dying inside, you know, like that you got to kind of find a way to check all the boxes and do what fulfills you and what's going to help other people. But for me, nursing, man, I loved it. I was passionate about it, but my school smarts just weren't there. Like, I don't know if I just have a hard time uh, paying attention or undiagnosed like ADD or ADHD or something. Like, I really just don't do school well at all. And um, getting through those hard nursing classes was like, it was impossible. I was trying my best. You can call my mom up right now and ask her how I was doing back then. I was, tr- I was giving it my all and time after time after time. And sometimes the same courses, I was just bombing them as D's and F's like all the time. And so nursing wasn't <laughs> probably wasn't in the, in my cards. Right. Um, but more than that, like it just was, I was going down a path that wasn't filling my cup and I was feeling very, very depressed and suffocated. And it led me to a very dark place where ultimately, you know, kind of skipping over some, (laughs) some details here and kind of a longer story, but ultimately I didn't want to be here anymore. I I really was ready to just call it quits. I didn't want to, I mean, what was the point? And it was in that moment that I said kind of a last minute prayer, like my, my last effort. like I was just like, if I, if something doesn't happen from this, then I can't hang on anymore. I, I need an answer. I need proof. I need guidance. And so I said a prayer and I don't know that this necessarily is the right way to pray, but I was mad and I was upset and I was like, why like, why is my life this way? Why is every time I try to do something good, it bombs in my face? What can I do to like make things better, you know, for me and for other people? And when I do the things I like, how come I can't ever succeed? How come I can't ever make money? How come, you know, it was a complaining p- prayer. But um, anyway, I said that last prayer just hoping for some kind of guidance and minutes after almost an hour after maybe um, I had some friends reach out to me and ask me if I wanted to go to for a McDonald's run. And (laughs) I know it sounds goofy going from like a spiritual prayer and depression and all this stuff to McDonald's. But for me at the time, that was a big deal because I had been saying no to going out with friends for months. So I was like, okay, this time, I'm going to take them offering this experience, you know, this outing with them as a sign, you know, as an answer to my prayer. So I'm going to say yes, and I'm going to go with them to this McDonald's. And then from there, um, you know, had a lot of fun, was smiling, 
uh, beatboxed for my friends. Some of them filmed it. And um, that video that they, one of my friends filmed, his name's Sean. Uh, we still talk literally like every day, which is cool. Just having a best friend like that. But um, he, his video went viral and it was of me beatboxing with a McDonald's cup, went on to get over um, 50, 60,000 views just in the first night. And then by the end of the week, it was over a couple million views and it just kept soaring from there. And it crossed in 20 later, 2017, it crossed 1 billion views streamed online. And so it just, it kind of opened my eyes to the fact that like, first of all, God is real. He answered my prayer. Um, I knew I wasn't supposed to go into nursing. I knew that I was supposed to pivot and make other changes in my life. And I knew that there was a never-ending amount of people that I'm supposed to touch and influence and impact and help that I wouldn't be able to do that if I, um, if I threw in the towel, you know? So here I am just out here doing my thing, trying to still do beatboxing, podcasting stuff, try to help people with their content, with whatever I can do to help them. So, yeah. I really appreciate you going into such deep detail on that. And, and for me, it does kind of remind me of, uh, there's, there's this, uh, the thought from President Nelson, so of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, his first wife, Dancel, and and Russell was uh, having a really rough day, and he just had a, a long, long day, and had been up all night, and then the patient still passed away, and he's like in his wife's arms, like crying and being like, "Why is this so difficult? Like, I can't, I can't do this." And she listened to him; she wasn't like, you know, fighting him, like, "Oh, you're such a wimp" or whatever. She just let him cry it all out. And then she's like, okay, well, get back to work. And she, and she also said, uh, if you gave up now, others would have to painfully learn what you already know. And for me, that's a very powerful thought as far as like what I feel like I've learned about life. And I feel a need to to share it and an obligation, maybe not, not an obligation, the privilege to to echo that out into the eternities right there's that quote that what we do for ourselves stays here but what we do for others echoes into eternity and i think so much of what you've done has echoed into eternity you know there's people i've shared your podcast with but hey you need to check this out because i've always felt more upbeat and there's definitely times like god would reach out to me with like specific episodes like i think yeah i could definitely go go into it i mean i know Stu's hit me a lot and also the one with the with the the dating app I'm trying to remember what it was called like front door uh, or doorstep yeah, doorstep with bruce yeah bruce peck yeah those those ones like there there's unmistakable proof at least for me personally that this was god like reaching out like hey just keep going you know and even if it seems really really difficult right now just keep going and and keep learning and learn from all these experiences because these are going to add up and are going to be, you're going to be really thankful for all of this in the past. And I guess on a, you know, very micro level, I look back at me recording in some of my apartments in BOUI and it looks super whack. You know, it's like, wow, that is sad. <laughs> some of the <laughs> webcams and stuff I use, but I'm like, I'm glad I'm like, I'm applauding past down a little bit. Like, yo, I'm glad you did that because now 
it's ultimately brought me to where I am now. And yeah, I'm in, I'm inspired by you. I'm sure I'll continue to be inspired by you and, and your faith and and thankful that you've uh, lifted up your voice. And and for anybody that's listening to this right now, dude, check out a beat with Parker Kane. Like there's, I think it's almost 200 episodes and they're all like super, super high quality. Just the interviews and everything. They're super good. So. Yeah. I, I appreciate it, man. Um, and I love what you said about starting in some of those apartments and stuff. I was there too. And you just learn and grow and constant. It's always about improving and about building and, yeah, it's it's a cool, it's about the, you know, it's hard for us to remember and it's really hard for me to to remember this for myself personally, but uh, focusing on enjoying the journey, you know, and I know that sounds cliche too, especially when you hear it in a lot of like entrepreneurship podcasts or <laughs> whatever, but yeah, it's about the journey, man. I mean, it's kind of fun to look, it's cringy, but it's kind of fun to look back at like where you came from. Yeah. Well, talking with you, Parker, has made me want to run through a brick wall. And I, I really appreciate that. Is there anything like that, anything else that you could share with people that are just getting out of college? Like I've been out of college a year. You've been out for a little longer than that. Anybody in that area or anybody still at BYUI? And also just how can we get a hold of you if we'd like to reach out something we want to reach out to you? Yeah. So how to get a hold of me, just my website. It's literally like the same across the board. My my Instagram handle is my website, is my LinkedIn, is everything. So parkerkane.co is my website and Instagram and everything. So wherever you want to reach out to me, I'm always just a DM away. And I, I do, I think, I mean, I might be kind of slow sometimes, but I do pretty well at getting back to people. I want to, I want to help. So when people ask me questions, I do what I, what I can to help. Um, as far as last words, last advice, you know, for someone specifically getting out of college, maybe about to embark on a next, next level journey from BYU, Idaho or something. I would just say, take time initially for yourself, whether that be three days or a week or whatever, take time to really just ponder and think about what you want, not what's expected, but what you want, regardless of how crazy it is. You know, I make weird noises with my mouth. <laughs> I'm a beatboxer, <laughs> you know, regardless of how crazy it is. Think about what you want. And even if it's not crystal clear, just, Try to make note of those little things that you want for your life and then go to work. That's it. Go to work, you know, do what you got to to pay to pay the bills. You know, Dallin mentioned a little bit earlier that we're Pizza Hut brothers. <laughs> I worked at Pizza Hut. You know, I delivered pizzas. I also worked at Domino's. I, um, I've had a plethora of different kinds of jobs. Just, you know, make ends meet, make sure I can cover the bills and things like that. But when I get off work, I go to work and I go to my podcast and I go to my business I'm trying to build right now. And I, I do research on, you know, latest trends on LinkedIn or YouTube or whatever. Like it kind of doesn't shut off. You gotta, you just gotta work even after work. So figure out what you want, go to work, make it happen. And kind of at the point where I'm at right now, I'm, I'm thinking about making that leap from a job into uh, more of my own thing. 
And I think once people get to that point where they can make that leap, it's just about being brave enough to take the leap and put all of all of you into that that thing that you're passionate about and try to make it your full time. That's good. Yeah, I think yeah, just you know, taking it a day at a time and yeah, I, I couldn't have said any better. So I appreciate and you. I, I thought of just a couple more last words. Basically, also I've mentioned it a couple of times, which maybe is why I didn't get into it just now, but it's also not always about you. It's about who you can impact. So if you're not doing those things, you could not be impacting the people you're supposed to. Yeah. Do you want to beatbox us out? Just like you've been watching Yield Today of Down Camlander or something like that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Hopefully it doesn't cut out. It might cut out, but we'll see. You've been watching and listening to to yield the podcast with yield the day with with Dallin Kenland. That's so sick. Just like way to go. I, I love that. It's just <laughs> Thank a, you, man. It's a sick talent. And I, I've been trying to follow your footsteps of some some talent. I like juggling. There's other writing and stuff, but we'll have to <laughs> nice. see what happens. We'll have to see what happens, man. I'm excited. I'm thankful for God. I'm thankful for you. You've been a great example to me for sure for a long time. So yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. But everybody check out all the stuff from Parker. Do that. Do that. Thanks for coming on, man. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Dallin. This was awesome. You got it. So that was my interview with Parker Kane. Kind of crazy. You know, I learned, really learned to get to know him a little bit from his podcast. You know, a lot of the stuff that I asked him, a lot of those things I brought up was things I learned from listening to his podcast. So seriously, if any of this hit, like listen to a bunch of his podcasts. Like seriously, it has helped me so much over the years. And he actually gave the podcast, this podcast, Yield Today, a shout out. I think it was episode 64 maybe of his podcast. So he's been a big supporter of me and the podcast and just super thank for him. So check out more from him and more links from him in the show notes and stuff. But yeah, just super pumped that this is out there. I feel like this is one of those conversations, one of those podcast episodes. I'm just so, so thankful that it's out there now, that it can reach people, that I can touch people's lives, that it's just the product sells itself as far as the podcast goes. Like this is the podcast, you know, and just super thankful that it's out there and yeah, we're going to have more interviews and stuff coming soon, and a lot of crazy stuff is happening. So I'm looking forward to the future, looking forward to have Parker on again, and so many other good things to come. So thank you so much for listening, and don't forget to yield to the good, and it'll be a better tomorrow. <laughs>